The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. has spent 50 years helping people grow. He has come up with numerous programs, spread ideas of success and consciousness, and how to really empower people into thinking into results. Today, he is my guest, and we are going to discuss many of the secrets that allow you to unlock the unlimited human potential. And it requires in-depth self-study. It requires you aligning with the types of individuals and programs that really allow your mind, your body, and your spirit to integrate this type of information. There's a certain surface level that we can think we want something, but if deep to our core we're not putting into place the systems, the programs, the paradigms, the details, the decisions, then we are not going to be able to possibly reach those things. My hope for you today is that you engage with this particular segment and you allow yourself to really soak up the valuable information that Bob Proctor has really made his life and spread to millions of people all over the world. I'd like to welcome Bob Proctor to 1111 Talk Radio. It's a pleasure to be here, Samarin. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's wonderful. I have read so much of your your work, and I have always followed you. You are quite an inspiration and a motivation to so many people. And I think a lot of that is because you yourself have lived the story. You're not just talking about it. You're not just speaking words that you've read in other books, but you literally in your own life have seen these principles and these tools work. Well, you know, what you were just saying there as you were opening the show, how we have these forces deep within us and we don't have them aligned so we're not getting what we want. Um, That is so true, and it was such a great way of explaining it or saying it. And what I did 50 years ago this year, um, I was so off track. I mean, I was going in the wrong direction and picking up speed, and all of a sudden, Everything fell into place, and it was like a great puzzle had been solved, and I started winning, and I started to win in a big way, but I didn't know what what happened to me. And so I wasn't satisfied with winning. I wanted to know how and why, and that's really what got me involved in this work. Well, and the soul journey and our life is really very much like a puzzle. It's like all the pieces are out there, but we kind of have to learn how to pull those pieces in and connect them. And one thing that you definitely do through your coaching programs and also through the success puzzle is you allow people to understand what some of these pieces are. And I think one of the main questions a lot of people have is, 
they don't even really know how to define what they want out of life, much less what success really means to them. How do you define success? I believe the best definition of success I ever heard uh, was Earl Nightingale's definition. He came up with it in 1951. He died in 1989, never changed a word. I picked it up in 1961, and I'm still using it, and I've never changed a word. And he said that success was the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So it could be a child that wants a better mark in school. It could be a business person that's maybe amassed $2 million and working towards 10 It could be... Um, uh, a golfer that's maybe shooting 98 wants to shoot 89. And each one is equally as successful as the other as long as they're moving in the direction of that predetermined objective or goal that they're going after. And it was such a, an excellent definition. I have played with it and played with it for years. And I've never seen any, any sign of where it needs to be improved. It's a great definition. Well, let's break that down, Bob, because I think there's a lot of value in, in just those few words, and that's why you've held on to it, and that's why it's so memorable from Earl Nightingale. When we talk about the progressive realization, um, what does that mean? We're, we're talking about uh, the awarenesses we come to or aligning with the people that can help us. I know that you have followed a lot of works yourself that have really helped you to develop your own philosophy and, and mold your own life. Well, I asked Earl about that one time. I said, what do you mean progressive realization? He said, well, progressive is continually moving upward. Um, and he said it's not going ahead and then plateau and then fall back a little bit. Progressive means you're continually moving toward your objective, continually. It's the progressive realization. So what we're really going after, I see the purpose of goals is to grow. Now, a lot of people think the purpose of a goal is to accumulate or to get more of whatever, and that's a side benefit, but that's not the objective. That's not the purpose of a goal. The purpose of a goal is to grow. And so we should be reaching for something that's beyond our level of awareness, in other words, going into an area we've never been before, and as we stretch and reach for that, we grow. We develop a greater awareness. And what we're really becoming aware of is ourselves. Like inscribed over the Ark of Apollo at Delphi the past 2,000 years, it says, know thyself. Well, for some strange reason, we don't teach that to a person when they're growing up. I was talking to a man in, uh, in Penang the other day, someone from our sales department had him on the phone, and, and uh, they called and asked if I'd talk to him, and I said, sure. And I've forgotten what the objective was, but there was something that he really wanted, and he didn't believe he could do it. Now, I've done a lot of work in that area. and It's a part of Malaysia. And uh, I asked him if he had any children, and he said, yes, he had a little boy. He's almost four. And I said, how many languages does he speak? I knew the little boy would be multilingual, and he said, uh, three, no, four. And I said, isn't it strange that you accept it as just a, a way of life that a little child who's not yet four years old could speak four languages, and yet you think you can't do what we're talking about. I said, if I walk down Fifth Avenue in New York or Oxford Street in London, and I ask someone, do you think it would be difficult to learn four languages? They say, yeah, of course it would be. But the little boy doesn't think so. Sure. So we're conditioned along certain lines. 
Now, part of the conditioning there was that you can learn multiple languages as a little child, but we also learn about all the things we can't do. And we grow up with all these limits in our mind, and it's the paradigm that stops us. If we would get to know ourselves, we took that advice, know thyself seriously, and began to teach it as a subject in school. And I don't just mean a psychology lesson. I'm talking about our mind and how it works and the relationship of the mind to the body and the laws of the universe and how we relate to the universe, how we relate to everything. Then I think we'd get a better grasp on life and we would enjoy more of it. Well, before we get into the conversation about paradigms and limits, I'd like to review that, that the goal is to grow. And so when I'm thinking about that, it means that we're not really here necessarily for the trophy or the degree or the the win, so to speak. That's just the great part that happens to come. But we're here for the process. If you kind of think about baking a cake, it's not so that we end up with the cake at the end, but it's actually the baking process along the way and watching the rise and watching everything happen and then the taste at the end. It's it's what we can feel and sense and, and experience then that is what we're really after. But why is it that we all think it's about the end piece that we hold in our hands, like the degree or the the trophy? It's what we're taught. That's that's all around us, everywhere you look. I mean, we're we're raised to live through our senses. Uh, we're raised to go by what we see, hear, smell, taste, touch. It starts very early in school. At least it did where I came from. They give you a report card, and the report card tells you what kind of a person you are, what kind of student you are. The report card just really records where your mind was at for a few minutes, maybe three weeks ago. It's got nothing to do with your ability or who you are. We, we, we get off on the wrong track. We don't, we don't understand anything about our creative faculties. We're the highest form of creation on the planet. We have these creative faculties, and we're never taught to use them. In fact, if somebody demonstrates a great memory, we look at them like they've hit the planet by some mistake on celestial navigation. But everybody has a perfect memory. We've got perfect intuitive factors. And my guest today is Bob Proctor. He has been helping people grow for over 50 years, and we are wanting to introduce you to the Success Puzzle. This is an amazing program that Bob Proctor has developed where you can discover what success is for you, what is a worthy ideal, how do we take progressive action and make those activities something that truly allows our life to change. You can understand about your decision process, your infinite supply, and the paradigms that have actually influenced your life. Connect uh, with us for this information at bobproctor.com forward slash 1111MAG. That's uh, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash bobproctor.com forward slash 1111MAG.com or you can click the link on the talk radio page. We'll be right back with Bob Proctor. online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444, 
People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are there any challenges to your success? You already have what it takes to turn these challenges into results in any area. Find out more when you tune in to The Power of Realism, Why Integrity Matters, with host Jeffrey Canavan. We all deal with adversity and challenges in life and business. We'll talk with those individuals who have faced these challenges and turned them into success stories. By making just a few shifts in your thinking, you too can be one of these success stories. The Power of Realism airs live on Thursdays at 10 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. There's a course offered on 7th Wave Network that you never saw offered in college. One that provides information on how to transform ancient wisdom teachings into everyday life. You'll learn how to create from your spirit and explore the world with all of your senses. Participation is encouraged. Enroll in Spirituality 101, the course you can't afford to miss with your host, Reverend Norma. Class is in session every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time in your favorite classroom, 7th Wave Network. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Welcome back. My guest today is Bob Proctor, and he has been influencing individuals with many of his products, his lectures, and his videos that you can find online. I definitely urge you to research and listen to some of the things he has to say. He has appeared in such things as The Secret and his own programs, such as the life success or the coaching programs that he has, even thinking into results and the Bob Proctor Matrix are things that you can now access and, if you have the desire, even become one of Bob Proctor's life success consultants. We're talking to him today so that you can understand what it means to truly unlock success in your own life, how this is something that is a puzzle that we are all here to put back together so that we can discover the expansiveness and the expressiveness that we each are in this experience. So, Bob, we were talking about that statement, the progressive realization of a worthy ideal, and we discussed how it is um, the goal is to grow, not necessarily the end result. But the last statement of that statement has to do with worthy ideal. So is the growth what gives us our worth, or is the end result what gives us our worth? No, it's definitely the growth that gives us our worth. Um, I think the prizes are great, reward, merit, and ability, but the real prize is the growth that we experience. I think that's the only reason we're here on the planet is to grow. I think the soul's already one with spirit, 
and it's our problem is we're not aware of it. And the more we become aware of our oneness with that which is, with everything, the more it's demonstrated in our life. I think Jesus put it very well when he said, by their fruits you'll know them. You can always tell where a person's living by the results they're getting. Are they calm or are they upset? How do they live? You know, and you can tell it's all an expression of their awareness. So it's definitely the growth. I mean, that's that's what it's really all about. Although I think a clear 95% of the population don't understand that. Um, well, and I also think that success oftentimes is thought of as this very material or physical type of thing. But from what you just said, success is part of our spirituality and part of our spiritual evolution. Listen, I think you could be over your head in debt and be very successful. I don't think it's got anything to do with the material wealth or position in life unless that was the objective you were going after. Success is really all about growth. It's progressively moving toward a worthy ideal. Now, I think an ideal is best described by James Allen in his little book, As a Man Thinketh. He said an ideal is an idea that we have fallen in love with. And love is resonance. Love is when we've got the idea on a conscious level, on an emotional level, and on a physical level. So it's... um, it's totally in harmony with the idea. Now, some people would say, okay, well, you know, it's all good to be successful and, and be creating these ideals, but if I have this broke bank account and I can't seem to put food on the table, what good is that? And then they fall into the law of attraction, which is kind of a double-edged sword, because if you don't really understand the law of attraction or you just take the surface value that many people teach, then you really end up... Uh, making a bigger mess of life than than what you started out with. Well, like the law of attraction is like the law of gravity. It's always here. The law of gravity is the law of the world. The law of attraction, I believe, is a universal law, but it's a secondary law. The primary law is the law of vibration. Our body is a molecular structure. Our mind is movement. Body is a manifestation of that movement. Now, our brain is an electronic switching station. When we think, we activate brain cells. When the brain cells are activated, it alters the vibratory rate of a part or of the body. Now, you can only, and your body is all energy. The only thing you can attract to you is energy that's in harmony with you. Like butter and water don't mix. But butter and butter mixes, water and water mixes. Well, if you're in a bad vibration and you're concentrating on poverty and you're looking at how terrible life is, you're going to attract more of it because that's what you're emotionally involved with. So we have to ask ourselves, rather than how to get something, how do I change the vibration we're in? I think Buckminster Fuller, the great architect, the designer of the geodesic dome, I think he put it very well. He said, you don't change things by fighting existing reality. To change something, you build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. I love that. That's wonderful. You have to build a model in your mind of how you want to live, and regardless of what's going on outside, you've got to stay consciously and emotionally involved in that idea, and you will eventually change your world. That's what I did, but I did it 50 years ago, and I didn't know what I had done. It took me nine years to figure out what I did. 
So what does someone do in that process? Because there is a, in, in our earth plane, a time-lapse period for that energy to, to go from the energetic vibration of it to a physical manifestation of it. How does someone keep themselves in that place? Well, they, they, I think I did it, and I didn't understand it. I was an unconscious competent. That doesn't happen to a lot of people. <laughs> um, I think you have to gain understanding. Understanding comes from knowledge, and the only way to get the knowledge is to study. We must study. We must, and we must understand ourselves better. Everything you're doing is helping people gain a better understanding, to help them understand what we're doing, your magazine, your radio show. This is what this is all about, and this is what I'm all about. And so I'm forever trying to help people. Listen, you've got to get away from the problem. Focus on the cause of the solution. And it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy transition, especially if you're ignorant, and that's the opposite of knowledge. That's the problem. In fact, I think that's the only problem in the whole world is ignorance. You eliminate the ignorance, and you've eliminated all the turmoil in life. Well, and I know that when we did the interview for 1111 Magazine, which is the July-August issue that is on the shelves uh, actually next week, and it is a fabulous issue, wonderful interview with Bob Proctor and also some additional individuals like Colette Baron-Reed, uh, Linda Beal, and many others. But Bob Proctor's interview is incredible, and he really talks about his story. And I know that one thing that you said when you began was you had certain statements or thoughts or books that you would read over and over and over again that really kept you in that place. I did. Listen, I, I, I literally wore out Think and Grow Rich. I still have the book I was, I've been reading since 1963. I had one for a couple of years before that, but my brother had one bound in Morocco leather and gave it to me, and I've literally worn the book out, but I still read it. And I listened to Earl Nightingale's Strangest Secret recording. This, this information to me was absolutely fascinating. It did something to me. It was like I was addicted to it. My soul must have been screaming for that kind of information because I didn't know anybody that thought that way. The, the world that I came from, everybody was, you know, everybody for themselves. It's dog eat dog. I mean, that was just the way the world was and everyone in it that I knew. And I started listening to The Strangest Secret. I honestly believe Earl Nightingale's Strangest Secret is about 40 minutes of the greatest philosophy anybody will ever hear. And I drove around with a battery-operated record player listening to that. I listened to it every day, and I did this for a couple, two, three years. But it was like it was feeding something inside of me. And people say, well, why do you keep listening to the same thing? And I didn't know. I didn't know why I was doing it, but I was doing it. And it was my life started to change. I quit being upset so easy. I started to have a calmness come over me. Um, I started to focus on solving problems rather than focus on the problem. My income went crazy. I went from 4000 to 175000 in a year. I mean, it was just it was surreal. It was such a change, Simran, that I couldn't accept the fact that I had changed. I had to know why. Because... You know, there's there's somebody listening to me, and they, and they think, well, it's okay for Proctor. He's a smart guy, you know, and, but I've never been to school. I only went to grade nine for two months. They threw me out of school. They didn't even want me to go. Now, I wasn't upset because I didn't like it anyway. So it's, um, you know, I had no business experience, and 
all of a sudden they started to have very successful business. I had no money. I owed everybody money. I couldn't even borrow money. But if you focus on what you want, things will change. The sky will clear. And, you know, there's a, there's a great quote by a man named Gleeve Patterson. He said, do your work. Not just your work and no more, but a little more for the lavishing sake. That little more which is worth all the rest. And he said, if you suffer as you must, and you doubt as you must, do your work. And out of your very doubt and suffering will be born the supreme joy of life. And I would listen to that, and they'd listen to it over and over and over again, you know. It was on point there, I left a line out, the sky will clear, and out of your very doubt and suffering will be born the supreme joy of life. So I think you have to get with people that are doing something you're not doing, getting results you're not getting, understand something you don't understand. You've got to get into a book. I never read anything, and when I started to read, that's when I started to change. Now I'm surrounded with books. I love them. Well, and what I'm getting from you, too, is, you know, people might be listening and thinking, well, gosh, why would you listen to something over and over again? Why would you read something over and over again? But the tape that's playing in our head, that negative chatter, that constant talk, that what you call the paradigms that we have, that is the, t- the, the book or the tape or the words that we're constantly repeating day after day after day. So it's not a, a, a question that we keep recreating the same situations and scenarios that don't make us feel good because we keep listening to that old tape. You're just telling us to change change out the, the CD, change out the tape, exactly. change out the book. And, and here's the crazy part about it, Simon. That tape that you're listening to in your head, the paradigm playing, it's like a little voice in there. It's a little person in there talking to you, and it does talk to you. And it says, you can't do that. Who do you, what do you mean start a radio? You're never going to have a radio show. You couldn't have a magazine. You can't do this. You can't do that. And you've got to override that. That's why you listen to the CDs or everything so often. We became programmed. Many of the tapes that are playing in our head were originated by some ancestor of ours. It's been passed down from one generation to the next. Do you know almost all welfare recipients are third, fourth, fifth generation welfare recipients? We inherit our beliefs. We don't originate our beliefs. Even most of the food we we didn't decide we liked. We were programmed to eat it when we were little kids. That's why when a person goes to a to a different country or what we would call a foreign country to them, it's foreign to them, they don't want to eat anything. I remember when I first joined the Navy, I almost starved to death because my mother <laughs> didn't join. <laughs> and I am with I am with Bob Proctor. He is a Fifty years in helping people grow and has some amazing programs. Ninety-eight percent of our population is quick to agree that success in their life is a puzzle. We are feeding into the old programs and paradigms that we have had locked in our minds that have been other people's thoughts, beliefs, and ways of doing things. It's a perpetual struggle to figure out where our pieces fit. And every time we have the picture coming together smoothly, we often find that we're trying to force a piece into the puzzle that's not fitting. And we be- it's because we've blocked back into that old paradigm again. I urge you to definitely click the link that's on the 1111 Talk radio page or go to the URL bobproctor.com forward slash 1111MAG and discover the success puzzle. You'll hear more of this amazing man's wonderful wisdom and really live according to your own puzzle put together so that you have the success in the life that you're seeking. Again, I'm with Bob Proctor and that URL is bobproctor.com forward slash 1111 MAG. We'll be right
right back. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. Is there a difference between dream work and intuition? The relationship is closer than you think. These are mutually supportive concepts. When you dream, your intuition serves as a foreshadow of the future and can bring rapid results through dream analysis. Tune in to The Partnership of Intuition and Dreams with your host, Dr. Marcia Emery. Explore this unique relationship and learn to understand how the symbolism of dreams can be clarified. Listen every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Listening on a higher dimension. 7th Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. My guest today is Bob Proctor, and he has been a gentleman that has spoken about success, life, consciousness, and living your own matrix for years. He is someone that has built systems that allow you to really tap into that source of power that you desire so that you can live the life that you've been desiring to live. You don't have to stay locked into your old paragrams. You 
or your old paradigms, you can allow yourself to truly tap into this amazing, magical energy that we all are resting in and allow things to come to you rather than having to be the constant struggling doer in your life. Whatever you need will just arrive when you need it. Because of this increased awareness that you develop because you're studying, you're allowing yourself to connect with people that will help to raise your consciousness, and you're allowing yourself to discover your own success puzzle. You can connect to Bob Proctor and discover the success puzzle by going to uh, to the link http colon forward slash forward slash bobproctor.com forward slash 1111mag or click the link on the 1111 Talk Radio page. Welcome back, Bob. It's great to have you. And we've already packed so much into this show. I'd love to let people understand a little bit more about how worth comes into all of this conversation and what worth really is because I don't think many people understand that word. They think they take care of themselves. They think they love themselves enough, um, but it's not a thinking thing, is it? No, it's really not. And I think that I, I, I really believe the world's changing very rapidly. I think there's a spiritual revolution taking place in the world. And so the odds of people winning are increasing dramatically. Um, we've really got to get in touch with ourselves, though. And we've got to stop listening to everything that's going on outside. Um, we were talking about the repetition of listening to something or reading the same thing over and over again, and it's illogical to do that. But if you stop and think, I believe it was Hubbard said, when we read a good book through the second time, we don't see something we didn't see before. We see something in ourself that wasn't there before. As, as we raise our level of consciousness, we see things totally different. Our perception of life changes. Our perception of who we are and what we're capable of doing changes. And it's, a, it's an absolutely beautiful thing. Anybody that's hooked on studying their own growth uh, lives a very rich, rewarding life. And anyone that thinks it's silly probably has a lot of problems. Hmm. When did you discover, uh, because I know in the beginning uh, it was about mind and, and having to reframe those thoughts, and much of what you did you didn't even realize what you were doing at the time because it all just kind of became your path. When did you discover that there was a link spiritually to all of this as well? Oh, I think it was a good ten years after I started to change. It took me quite a while. I... Um, I started working with a mentor, man from Western Canada, Leland Val Vandewal. He was a very spiritual human being. He was he was just a phenomenal person. He's gone now, but God bless him. He 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 helped me grasp the idea that we're a part of everything and everything's a part of us and that's why we can, you know, communicate with everything like we ought to love the trees and the animals and everything because it's all a part of us, you know, spirit's omnipresent. And um uh, but it was probably about 10 years. Now, I don't think it takes a person 10 years. It was just the path I was on. I was so physically oriented, and I wanted money so much. I mean, that was my whole point. I mean, it's what I didn't have, and it's what I wanted. And that worked for me because I started working, I started to get it. But then I realized, why did I change? You know, there's got to be more to it. It would probably be 9 to 10 years before I really woke up to the truth. 
As part of the success puzzle, you have a grid in there that I thought was really interesting, and to me it is that spiritual link. And, and you discuss simple consciousness and self-conscious and then divine or cosmic. And that is a graduation that we go through. It's not something that that necessarily we just uh, opt in on and re- recognize that everything is divine and cosmic. It's something that we have to become aware of, correct? Oh, we definitely do. We have to stop and realize that everything's an expression of one. Therefore, one's in everything. You know, it's all there. And we can see that intellectually. If you just look at the page, it sort of graphically communicates the idea. It's sort of a rough draft of it. But there's some people that almost seem like in an animalistic state. They're, uh, they live in the street. They're dirty. You know, they, they, and, and yet, if you go talk to them, you may find out they have a doctorate's degree in economics or something or education. We get, we get locked into the intellectual side of life, and we think that's where it's at because we get the degrees, and people are going crazy by degrees. And where it's nice to develop that side, that's not where it's at. Well, at any rate, you, come in, you get into a self-conscious state. You become conscious of self. And then you start raising your level of consciousness. And we've got to get to a point where we realize we can become one with that which is. And if we keep wanting to go in that direction, that is our purpose. That's why we get up in the morning. We will start to see it manifesting in our life more rapidly and more beautifully. But it, it, it surfaces in our relationships with people, in, in our business, in, in everything, in everything, in our health. There's nowhere where it is not reflected because it's a reflection of what's going on inside. Like we think in secret, James Allen said, and it comes to pass, environment is but our looking glass. And it really is. We see the world as we see ourselves. And it seems that as children we come in that way, we seem to have that connection, and then we perhaps lose it. But there's often experiences that come in that maybe we invite in or subconsciously hold that helps turn us back in that direction. Well, I think, I don't know if that's accurate. I think that we're programmed genetically. I think you have to ask, where did you come from? Well, there's a little particle of energy from mom and a little particle of energy from dad. They come together. They resonate. They they marry. They become one. Well, you've got all mom's DNA and all dad's DNA locked up in that little particle of energy, and that becomes the nucleus of you. But then the soul, and I think when the body, then the soul moves in. So we've got this physical conditioning in our genes that's there that prevents us letting the beauty out. See, I really believe our spiritual DNA is perfect. I don't think it requires any modification. I don't think it requires any improvement. It's perfect as it is. It's all this genetic and then environmental conditioning that we build around it that keeps it locked up. And we've got to take the locks off. We've got to take the binds off and let that beauty that's within its screaming for expression, let it out. Let there be light. Let there be a higher degree of consciousness. So it's a matter of us opening ourselves up, as you say, and unlocking ourselves. And I've heard a saying uh, that we are the average of the five people that we surround ourselves by. Oh, I never heard that before, but I agree with that. I think Charlie... uh, um, Oh, Jones is gone now. He, he used to say that we're, we're the extension of the books we read and the people we associate with. 
So it's essentially the same thing, and I agree with that. Well, see, we attract those people into our life. That's why they're in our life. We're in harmony with them. And we see in them what's a reflection of what's in ourselves. And so if we will allow ourselves to harmonize to a greater degree, and that means making the choice. I know that a big part of the success puzzle, and and you lay it out beautifully, a part of it is understanding our decisions or our choices that we're making, and part of that is who are we surrounding ourselves by, what books, what teachers, what information are we allowing to go in and reprogram this mind computer that we all have. Yes, well, you know, the success puzzle came about because of the definition of success that we spoke about, Earl's definition, the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And I thought, that is so obvious, and it's so simple. Why do so many people miss it? So I took and I broke it all down, and I turned it into the success puzzle. Like Earl said, you know, there's no secret to success, but he said that's why it's such a puzzle. There isn't any secret. The subjects are there. They're obvious. We have to understand what is a worthy ideal. What, what infinite supply? What do you mean we have infinite supply? You know, that, it, most people look to the physical for their supply, and that's not where it's at. The physical is the manifestation of the infinite, the, the non-physical. We've got decisions. We're not taught to make decisions in school. We go all the way through school, right through universities, the most prestigious universities. They don't teach us how to make decisions. There's the paradigms. So I broke it down into six parts, attempting to take the puzzle out of success. And if a person will take this program and let the CDs guide them through the action planner, the, 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 you know, the, the, the workbook in it, and I hate thinking of it as a workbook because it's not work, it's just beautiful, uh, material and start to study it and you'll gain an understanding of how the mind works how the mind has become programmed and then how to change that programming because that's what we're all working at that's what your magazine's about that's what the radio show's about that's what you're about what i'm about we're attempting to serve other people help them become aware of how to change the programming and at the same time we're working at changing our own programming upgrading it becoming more aware of who we really are Yes, definitely, and I think that where we are in our time and and place is we need to change. We must change. We're we're approaching a point where if we do not change, then we really are choosing to go in that direction that we keep complaining about. And a lot of people talk about 2012 and talk about the power and the energies of the years increasing and all of that, and what I really gather from that is, We've just gotten to a place of quickening that everything we think and feel and say, it just manifests faster. So we really have to be conscious about who we are and how we are being. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, I don't think it's manifesting faster for everyone, though. I think for a certain element it is. Um, I think there's a race consciousness or a group consciousness that so many of us are caught up in. Um, that looks at the downside rather than, I like the way Michael Beckwith said, we should harvest the good. And we want to look for the good in everything because it's there. And the more we look for it, the more we're going to find. And I'm with Bob Proctor, and he will help you definitely understand how to look for the good, how to truly activate success and reduce the paradigms that have been limiting in your life, how to understand the law of attraction. And 
recognize how you can now think into results. There are only two sources to go by when you're studying life, and one of those is science. The other is theology. Under serious research, both of these reveal that nothing is created or destroyed. Bob Proctor says that what we have, what we will ever need, is already here, if not in one state, then certainly in another. It is the awareness that we are seeking. You can connect with Bob Proctor and all of his programs if you go to the link on the 1111 Talk radio page, bobproctor.com forward slash 1111MAG. I definitely urge you to engage in the success puzzle and also uh, look into Bob Proctor coaching and also the Matrix and other programs that he has. There's some amazing things as this teacher has been spreading his knowledge for the past 50 years. We'll be right back with Bob Proctor. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. What are the benefits to combining modern science with ancient healing practices? For the answers, you'll want to tune into Frame of Mind with your host, Terry Sue. Each week, our program focuses on an Ayurvedic lifestyle. By developing new ways of looking at our world, we can find ways to foster harmony and peace for the good of mankind and our planet. If we learn to live and think healthier, we begin to explore and focus on our strengths. Tune into Frame of Mind, Saturdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On Mind, Brain, and Body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Bob Proctor, and we have been discussing success, paradigms, 
limiting beliefs, the law of attraction, and how to evolve by allowing ourselves to change our mind and access awareness and spirituality that we all have. Bob Proctor says that there is simple consciousness, self-conscious, and divine or cosmic consciousness. We are body, we are mind, and we are spirit that is here to evolve and present ourselves through experience by growing from our goals, not becoming the goal. So, Bob, what is the first step that someone needs to take if they are locked in a paradigm, their life just looks like it just cannot change, Every place they look, they've got another bill, they've got another issue that's arising. How does someone say, okay, I can be strong enough to really just shift my life in this moment? Well, I think, like I was in that position, so I don't have a difficult time answering your question because I'm just going to do what someone did for me. They, they, they said to me, like I was so focused on my problem, I couldn't take my mind off it. And he said, listen, your way is not working. Why don't you try mine? And then he said, I want you to sit down and be quiet. Just calm your mind. Realize nothing in your life is going to change dramatically over the next few minutes. So be quiet. Just be really quiet. And then ask yourself, what do you really want? And that's where I started. Then he said, write it on a card. Now carry the card in your pocket and read it as often as possible every day. I wrote in the card that I wanted to have $25,000. I didn't know anyone with $25,000. If you had taken the entire community of people that I hung around with, you couldn't have put it together if we had all put in our money. There just wasn't that kind of money. I wrote it down. It was a sheer fantasy. But as he pointed out to me, he said, you know something? Every building you look at was nothing but a fantasy in a person's mind at one time. Mm. Flying airplanes, talking on telephones. That was all fantasy. That's where creation starts in your mind, with your imagination and fantasy. But if you keep thinking about it, you'll, you'll think you can't, but you keep thinking about it. Your paradigm is telling you why you can't. And you're going to get to a point where you'll start to reason with it, and you turn it into a theory. And he said, when you turn it into a theory, you're going to start believing it a little more. And he said, that's when it'll start turning into a fact. Now, you know, it happened so fast for me. I, well, looking back, I say it happened fast. At the time, I probably didn't think it did, you know, because it happened within a few months. But if a person will be quiet, you know, like we hear, go to your sanctum sanctorum, go to your closet, close the door. In other words, go sit down somewhere by yourself. Turn the radio and the television off. Quit talking to people and talk to your body. Understand you're not your body. You live in it and tell it to relax and then let is the key word l-e-t let it relax when you're in a very relaxed state say what do i really want what would make a big difference in my life what do i want and whether you believe it or not write it down because you you write a lie on a card if you read it often enough you're going to start to believe it and when you believe it your belief will create the fact You'll start to attract thoughts to you that are in harmony with whatever idea, whatever it is you want. Because you start to get that idea in your mind, and what you're doing is you're flipping your brain onto a different frequency. Thought is energy. It's cosmic energy that penetrates all time and space. And thought operates on frequencies the same as radios or TVs do or this phone. We operate on frequencies of thought. 
Well, when you get that idea, properly saturate your mind with it, you flip your brain onto a different frequency. Then the thoughts start to come to you that cause that to move into form. You'll start to get ideas. And some of the ideas will really excite you. Some of you will think this is crazy. And you're best not to tell anybody about it unless they really understand what you're doing because they're going to put you down. They're probably going to have me with the paradigm. They'll say you are crazy. You see? But that, that is where they start. And you don't need any money. You don't need any help. You don't need anything to do that. You just need to understand your way is not working. Try mine. Wow, how powerful. And, and that's so true, Bob. I mean, we're the essence of creation. That's what we are. We're here to be creative beings and to allow ourselves to imagine and dream. And, you know, some of the quantum physicists talk about imagine cells and how we activate those and allow things to, to even come into our mind that are possibility. How do we step into infinite possibility if we don't even allow ourselves possibility? Well, you know... I've got a little BlackBerry phone in front of me. Almost everybody's got a cell phone of some kind. It's like a communication center. It's the most phenomenal little instrument. I can send pictures. I can get pictures. I can talk to you. I can send type to you. We've always been able to have the BlackBerry or the iPhone or the computer. We've always been able to do it. We just weren't aware of how to do it. But the way has always been here. Now, if we can dwell on that for a few minutes and think, well, that would be true, if all the knowledge there ever was or ever will be is 100% evenly present and all plays at the same time, the knowledge to build the phone has always been here, just that nobody was aware of it. Well, if the knowledge to build the phone and airplanes and computers and synthetic fibers that we wear, if, if the way to build that has always been here, then the way for us to live a better life is also here. But we're not going to find it thinking of problems that we've got. We're going to find it seeking the solution. We're going to find it by focusing on what we want. See, I believe wants come from the essence of who we are. I think wants come from our spiritual perfection. It's wants are jabbing us in the consciousness, want this, want this. That's, that's spirit's way of expressing itself through us. It's not to make us richer or more grandiose or better than the guy next door. We're never going to be better than the guy next door. We're the same as the guy next door. Now, the next door may be on the other side of the ocean. You know, we, we let the physical control of some person's skin's a different color. If they speak a different language, if they dress different, eat different, we think they're different. They're no different. They only appear to be different. So, you know, like I was in a seminar, there was a, a chap in the front row, and I asked him, I said, uh, I said, if, if I asked the audience what color you were, they'd tell me you're black. And he said, yeah. And I said, they'd say, I'm white. Yeah. Well, I said, my shirt's white, and I'm not the color of my shirt. Your suit's black, and you're not the color of your suit. Why do we say that? <laughs> well, we say that because that's what we see. We see through our eyes. We see with cells of recognition in our brain. Our brain is programmed with the wrong information. Now, if we see something that isn't there when we look at a person, how many other things do we see that aren't there? That person's the same color as I am. He's just a different shade of the same color I am. I'm a different shade than the same color he is. There is only one color. It's energy, and it's at different shades because of whatever, for different vibrations, for different reasons in different parts of the world. But we're all the same. I know that our results would indicate we're quite different, but the truth is rarely in the appearance of things. Well, and how much of, of deserving, because when you talk a lot, you, you speak about worth and worthy ideal, and that even came up in the statement from Earl Nightingale. 
it seems that we have to give ourselves permission to have these things, too. We are supposed to want, and we should allow ourselves and deserve the things that we desire. So if we allow those things in, that is really where we're touching our worth. Well, we, what we want to understand it's not are we worthy of it. Is it worthy of us? Hmm. See, when we're going after something, we don't think, am I worthy of that? We ask, is it worthy of us? Listen, whatever you're going after, you're trading your life for. So if you're going to trade your life for something, you better make it worthwhile. It better be a worthwhile idea. See, I believe what I'm trading my life for is really worthwhile. I love teaching this, and I will spend my life I'll quick, quickly in an instant make a decision to train by days, trade my days to share this information. It's such, so rewarding. When you do good work, the universe gives it all back to you in equal measure. Now, some people will say, well, I have these ideas and I have these dreams and I want to do these things, but it may not be something that I can make money at. So where's the practical side? Do we allow ourselves to, to work in a career that provides and still live our dreams? Where does someone find the balance? Well, first of all, there's a mistake in, in our consciousness. We think you go to work to earn money. Working is the very worst way to earn money. The people who work the hardest earn the least. You don't work to earn money. Work is made for us. We're not made for work. We should love what we spend our days at. You earn money by providing service. I was earning money last night when I was sleeping. We should earn enough money while we're sleeping that we can do whatever we want when we're awake. You earn money by providing service. We teach people how to earn money. I find it a, it's, it's fun teaching people how to earn money. We teach people to set up multiple sources of income. You don't have one. You have many sources of income. Well, you see, I talk to different doctors. I haven't been talking to any for a while now, but I have on occasion. We seem to get a lot of clients, and they tell me they have to put in more time to earn less money. And I said, what difference does that make? Well, he said, they, some of them are thinking of leaving the practice. I said, no. I said, why did you go into medicine? Because I love it. Well, I said, what difference does it make whether you get paid or not if you're doing what you love? I said, you should spend your days doing what you love doing. Whether you get paid or not doesn't make any difference. Now, if you do get paid, that's a plus. But you can earn money providing service that doesn't require you to be there. Now, if, if you ask me how do I teach that in the next three minutes, I, don't, I haven't learned how to do that in the next three minutes, but I run programs teaching people how to do it. You can learn how to do it. You can learn how to set up multiple sources of income. In fact, Mark Victor Hansen, Jack Canfield, and I put a seminar together teaching that, and that's where they gave birth to the idea of the Chicken Soup for the Soul books. And, and that's how you end up with those ideas, and they spur on other things, and that's then right. you utilize those, and it creates all kinds of opportunities. My guest today is Bob Proctor. He has been helping people grow for the past 50 years. He has everything from products to services to coaching to creating life success consultants. How can you figure out what you need? It's by accessing the right tools, the people, the places, and the things. What do you really want out of your life? What are you ready to trade your life for? If your way is not working for you, maybe it's time to try Bob Proctor's way. You can contact him. Uh, go to the link on the 1111 Talk Radio page or uh, the URL, bobproctor.com forward slash 1111mag.com. 
Discover what your worth is and discover how you want to spend your time and that your money's not related to that. It can come in a lot of different ways. Figure out what success is to you and access the success puzzle so that you can now create a map for your life and truly step into an existence where you your goal is to grow and you allow yourself to really touch the parts of your own awareness, your own self-realization, and your own life that is going to give you the most meaning. Thank you so much, Bob, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. I always love listening to you, and every time that you speak, I always get nuggets that I just cherish very close to my heart. So thank you so much for being a part of this show. It's been a real pleasure, and I want to congratulate you on the good work you're doing. But I've enjoyed being here, and I want to thank you for having me as your guest, Simran. It's been a real pleasure. Wonderful. Thank you so much. We will look forward to talking with you with another wonderful guest next week. Until then, I'm Simran Singh. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Shift happens.